0: All right, shalom, everybody. Um, I hope you guys are having a wonderful Sunday morning. And uh, we are ready here for the message of the day. Um, I kind of miss everybody, Pastor Ben. <laughs> but, but like I said, you know, you, I can't fight against the 95% of media and it appears that you know whatever's going on in the media is truth so if i say the coronavirus is a is a hoax and they say oh no that's not what they said on cnn <laughs> if i i um we'll talk about some of that today though they got caught twice they got caught using a mannequin the other day they using a mannequin they had to that they were faking like they were trying to v- revive him because he had c- he had collapsed on the coronavirus. Then they kind of zoomed in and realized the guy's hair was plastic. <laughs> and they went, oh my God, this isn't even a real human being. This is just for the TV, but they had the TV cameras there. Ben, they had the TV cameras there because they wanted people to see that they were Working hard in the hospital reviving a mannequin, but you know (laughs) Like I said if I had 95% of the media sesame street would be in trouble (laughs) I'd I'd, I'd have them all terrorists trying to take over the children of the world (laughs) So let's get into this message today um I'm going to pray in, and then we're going to get get to this because this is a this is a really interesting message. Um, I, I love how God um, he'll give me the message just in time that I don't have time enough to change anything <laughs> or to look up anything new. It's like he's like it's starting to work out pretty good, you know. And you have too much time, you're putting too much of you in it, but if if you don't have that much time, then it gets all of me. And so this morning it was like, OK, you had nothing yesterday and you have nothing this morning. Now, here you go. Now, get out of here because you got to get to church because Ben is there. <laughs> Hallelujah. So um, let's pray. in um, To everyone out there, all of our soldiers for Christ family, um, rather you are used to be a sitting member <laughs> and you're out there or you were a a uh a member who's uh, on s4c and you're somewhere around the world god bless you to our hawaiian family god bless you i love you guys i hope life is not too hard with the with the new babies but i hope you're enjoying it because um a new baby is just is, is a joy i uh, even though it was tough days i enjoyed you know all my children yeah. um and uh, before we get started, I'll, before I pray in, I want to thank um, uh, Kathy, uh, Catherine um, from, uh, uh, I think she's from West Virginia. I think it says, well, I won't have to think if I put my glasses on. <laughs> it says, uh, from Morgantown, West Virginia, and uh, Catherine Litton. So she says, dear Pastor Sandy and Pastor Ben, um, I love and pray for you and your ministry. Um, is such a great blessing to me, and I pray that you stay safe and healthy. We need more pastors like you in the world. I am so thankful that you are here for us all. I know this is a strange. Uh, never mind. I'm not gonna read that part. Wow. And it says, uh, "And I just wanted to bless you. Uh, wow. Keep up the fight, Kathy from West Virginia, and that's my mother's name, Catherine." So. Thank you, Catherine. I really appreciate your card. And I'm going to show it because it's very beautiful. Yes. Some things about life are very beautiful. Hallelujah. We got people from everywhere, from Germany and Richard Paul. Germany! How are you guys doing? I got to talk to you this morning. Praise God. New York City. New York City. Um, you yeah, got a lot of 5G in New York City. So we're, we're really praying for those people. And. Um, uh, just everyone around the world. Let's pray and get started. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we just wanna come to you this morning and thank you and thank you for um, our families. Thank you, Father God, that we're here right before um, the rapture and that we're here to witness to other people, Father God, we're here to um, to uh, warn other people, Father God. We know that the world is in in uh, perilous times, they say, and uh, And many people have lost their jobs and things of this nature. And Father God, they don't know where to turn to, but we thank you, Father God, that Jesus is the place to turn to and Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. And we thank you, Father God, for this day. Bless this message, Father God, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, Nigeria, New Mexico. Nigeria. Louisiana. Amen. Get a lot of people from all over, Pastor Ben, and and especially Africa. Now that I've prayed in, let me ask the Lord which one. He says this one first. Wasn't even a big discussion. He says, "Um, I want you guys to know this, okay? Um, the whole world right now, and the, the, the the title of the message today is the third day." I want you to know, I am not consumed in the coronavirus. It is not my calling, it is not my, going to be my main subject, but as the Lord leads me, I want you to know what's going on, okay? The world is in a serious battle, okay? This is a serious fight over who's going to control things, okay? It's deeper than the coronavirus, I want you to, to let you know, okay? Because if it's, if it's all about the coronavirus, I'll guarantee you, if Trump steps down the coronavirus, I don't know, it probably would increase. But right now, let me tell you something. They are trying to administer a knockout blow to Donald Trump and, and, and that administration. this is This is their last dish at dish effort, okay? If they, if they, they don't win this one, do you understand? If they don't win this one, they're done. OK? And now you need to know that it's kind of like. If Donald Trump was in a boxing match and he's won 11 rounds, okay, he's beating the guy up for 11 rounds. (laughs) And the guy's still standing, his corner tells him, champ, you need a knockout, right? If you don't knock this guy out, you're going to lose your title. That's what's going on with the deep state. This is the last round and you need a knockout. We did the Russia thing; didn't work. We did the Trump's uh, dirty races. <laughs> t- Perfect guy, D- didn't work. He beat us up all of those rounds. Last in the ninth round, we came up with the impeachment plan. He slipped those punches and socked us in the face with that, and came out of that on time. So now this is the twelfth round, and you tell your guy what. If we don't win this round, you lose your title. And that's what's going on right now, okay? So don't look for them to give up. Look for them to throw wild, crazy punches Mm -hmm. because they have got to win this last round, okay? Fortunately, for us that are born again, I want you to know, whether you are Q follower or not, we don't have a dog in the fight. (laughs) <laughs> Amen. we don't have a dog in the fight you understand rather Trump wins or rather the deep state wins revelation chapter 1 through 22 is coming true and so am I someone said like who are you rooting for and uh, I, would, I asked someone like, "Hey, who are you rooting for in the game and they were like I'm not American I don't care <laughs> and basically <laughs> I'm not of this world anymore. I don't care who wins the Super Bowl. You understand? I don't care who wins the fight. But if I got to choose one, I guess I'll go for Trump. Because if he wins, it seems like you're going to have some type of peace and rest yeah. before the church is taken out. And then remember, then the read, then, then that, 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 um that, uh, Return fight clauses in there, and so now you have to deal with because revelation is still going to come true yes, it is. Since they are, they are really struggling to keep this um, where they're trying to get, make sure they get rid of the, 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 the people who are telling you the truth, they don't want none of them. I. Was, they had my video in Germany and uh, oh, someone, yeah. and then they said they took it down. It was over a million hits. Yeah, and then they took it down. Um, New York is throwing wild punches. They did the New York uh, TV, look at the bad church, the uh, hospital and all the patients we have here. Only problem, that TV footage was from Italy. Mm-hmm. But they used it in New York and then of course this past week they threw another wild crazy punch. They the they, they 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 rolled in a mannequin. It's on our Facebook page. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, I that. Is that crazy? It's crazy. We're here in New York and we're trying to resuscitate a coronavirus <laughs> victim. They're rolling them in and you get close enough you go. Is that, that guy's got plastic hair. <laughs> but, you know what I mean, it, when it's the 12th round and you're about to lose your title, you, you're trying to use the media to help you out in every situation. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to read one of my sources that I go to because I, I don't, I, I don't uh, follow Q. And um, I, I'm just saying this because we're family, right? Soldiers so for Christ. Um. I think it was Linda. She told me she sent me a download of uh, of a, a of the Q uh, documents. Six hundred pages of documents for the Q. Okay, inside the Q documents, in these six hundred pages, is a segment about how you're going to become gods after Trump wins, and there's going to be a utopia, and the the economy is going to be. It's reset, and there's going to be a utopia. But you're going to become gods. And now I know the guy who who who, who put this out, and he is a new age um, spiritualist, right? But he's trying to make he's trying to get the the Q people to engage him in his new religion that you be, you are also a god. So that 600 page com, pages comes from a very satanic person who's caught up into new age religion, and he's trying to give it to the Q people to tell them, oh, it's going to be utopia and you're going to be a God and blah, blah, blah. So it's just the same Satanic message, Mm -hmm. but they're trying to put he's trying to slip Q in there so you can join him. So don't join him. okay? Mm -hmm. because because like I told you, there'll be no utopia till Jesus gets back. All right. And even though we're rooting for Trump, we really don't have a dog in the fight because our our savior is Jesus. Okay. And so let's look at this, though. I wanna look at this what um, my friend sent, and I, I don't, I, if, you, if you ask me, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you who it is, but I try to keep <clears throat> some things to myself. Um, but it says, the battle for Earth is reaching a climax as opposing forces try to use the coronavirus pandemic to achieve their goals. Yeah. So you got two opposing fo- forces, okay, and and the, the uh, and uh, the one of them is trying to use the coronavirus to achieve their agenda. Yep. The, li- the liberation forces are using the lockdown as an opportunity to make arrests, <laughs> okay, um, to make arrests, and uh, uh, of these satanists and pedophiles, while the satanists are hoping to vaccinate. And micro and microchip the general population back into submission mm. um, wow. he says uh, all of his sources uh, agree with this it is it is almost as if reality right now today is dividing with one virgin version filled with fear and death and the other the breathless anticipation of a planetary liberation. Mm. So some of us are looking for the church, for the earth to be liberated by a reset and a, and a defeat of the deep state. And the, others, and the other side is um, uh, of human beings are fearful of death and what's about to come up on the earth. Mm. OK, it says first, let's look at what the white hats are saying. Prime Minister of Japan, Shinzo Abe; French President Emmanuel Macron; German Chancellor Angela Merkel, who has the virus and she had to go into quarantine. He does it like this mm. because uh, because it says here, um, and many others will will have to be quarantined according to the CIA Pentagon uh, because uh, they don't want to use the word they've been removed. Okay? So um, it says they are putting out disinformation to keep this classified as, as possible. Merkel is going to have a, a third test. She already had that third test. Um, now, this is before this. So she had her third test. She took two tests, and then she said, she came back negative, and uh, they said, no, you need to take a third test. Because <laughs> she got to go. You know what I mean? You need to be quarantined. You need to be quarantined because... Uh, uh if you you can be, you can either be quarantined or you can die suddenly. so you want to be quarantined, or you want to die suddenly. so so I'll take the quarantine. Third test. I got it. <coughs> Hallelujah <laughs> so'm <laughs> so, hey, I am sorry, all you guys, but like I said, Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior, and I'm not stressed. Aren't you afraid of you? What if you would die tomorrow, Pastor Sandy? Then I'll wait for you guys in heaven. I'll wait for you in heaven. All right. And when Jesus blows the trumpet, I'll be on the cloud waiting for you to come up. But I'm not going to sit here worrying about a body that doesn't get to live forever anyway. Thank you. OK. Pastor Ben, I'm gonna calm Pastor Ben down because he go. <laughs> but OK. But Pastor Ben is not worried either, let know. me tell you. He is not. He is he is like, Come, Lord Jesus, come. Okay? Now, um, and economy is his uh oh, talking about the Japanese economy and why they have to deal with that thing. Okay, maybe it's fear of the American assassin that will they would assassinate the Japanese. He's got a lot of stuff. Oh, the Navy. Hospital ship USNS Mercy arrived in LA on the 27th and, uh, and the other ship uh, uh, Comfort arrived in um, uh, New York City on March 30th. Uh, um, that's the Lord dealing with me, Pastor Bill. Oh. Okay, but they may provide neither mercy or comfort for um, uh, uh, Zionists who get arrested. Uh, If they decide to use the ships for that reason. Uh, um, But it's been said that some of the the ships are being used for to comfort some of the children that have been rescued. And um, so some of you guys don't believe everything that's going on, because it's like it's like a science fiction novel. Right. It's like they're rescuing children from underground. Earthquakes in Utah. Earthquakes in Utah and Idaho and. and, and uh, oh, uh, a heavy presence of the military there right before the earthquake? Wow, just seems kind of weird. But anyway, all this tunnel system stuff that we say don't exist, okay, um, because we don't want to believe that that much evil has been going on. But uh, 200 generals believed that there was that much evil going on, and they decided, hey, we're gonna have to get rid of this thing. After they took down the video. Huh? the video with the mannequin. Did they take it down? <laughs> I said they took it down. I why. Yeah, I wonder why. Okay, now I'm going to read this part portion. Oh, we just read this though. It said German Chancellor uh, Angela Merkel has gone into quarantine after being informed that the doctor who administered a vaccine to her um, lets her know now she has tested positive. Okay, Merkel's spokesman said that the German Chancellor, who is 65, informed that the doctor tested her shortly after holding a news conference on Sunday, um, confirmed that she does now have the coronavirus. Isn't that, don't shoot her. Yeah, so they don't shoot her. Okay, now, uh, this, is, this is it, and then I'm getting into my Bible study. Do, does anybody know what the National Vaccine Injury Compensation um, Program is? It's, it, you can find out what it is on classaction.org, and it is a document worldwide that says that anyone who is developing the vaccines and issuing them out is not um, responsible for any lawsuits that should happen for, um, if victims are harmed in the in the vaccine. So after they they. Passed the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program law into law, then that's when the vaccines really started going out. Now, I want to ask you a question. If I or my or Pastor Ben, um, and I should ask you this question first, if we caused the death of 47,500 people, would we be in prison? They'd, yes, they never stop we'd be we'd be on somebody's row, and it wouldn't it wouldn't have life on it, right? right? <laughs> so, um, but this is what Bill Gates polio vaccine caused forty seven thousand five hundred uh, um, uh, paralysis deaths in India. This was reported by uh, NSNBC um, August fifth, two thousand three. But did Bill Gates ever go to jail? Did he ever get sued? No. But that was his vaccine for polio for the people of India because he was there because he cared. And so four thousand five hundred people, forty seven thousand five hundred children and adults were were killed using that vaccine. Okay, so I want to let you know that there is a war going on for this place. Okay, which um, which um, I don't really want to be a part of. Do you realize that once Jesus takes us, the next time we see this place, Jesus will be king? Yep. Do you realize that? That is a beautiful thing to me. Like the next time I see earth, Jesus will be in charge. Yes. All right. Praise God. That is your national S4C uh, uh, coronavirus update. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. Now, let's go to... The book of Joshua. We were talking about something this past week, and one of the young men, Chris, um, who called me—I think his last name is Ferris—he called me and said, "Hey, uh, Pastor Ben, I—I mean, Pastor Sandy—I really got that message about um, the Holocaust, and then the three years, then the three years after, they had victory." Because they had Holocaust for six years and then but he said uh, three years went by and then all of a sudden they're back in Israel and they're resurrected, you know, and that was supposed to be of death. So he's like he got it, though. And so this is what I'm trying to do. I want you to get what God is doing, because I'll tell you, all of us who are born again Christians who went through the 2017 with all of the evidence could not possibly figure out what happened. Because every clue, everything said, this is the six thousandth year. We knew that. Yep. Okay, it's the hundred twentieth jubilee. We knew that because Donald Trump announced it, yep. keeping in line with 1917 and 1967, and then 2017 he announced it and made it a a, a three and a, a, a three in a row jubilees announced uh, Jerusalem. Yep. Okay, so. We know that 2017, something strange, but well, then we had all of these moons, we had blue moons, we had, mm-hmm. we had everything, okay? We had even a, I don't know what you call that, when the, they blocked the sun out. Um, but we had, we had one of those, an eclipse. Uh-huh. So we had an eclipse, so everybody in 2017 was like, this is the year of the rapture. <laughs> Psalms 117 told us that that Psalm 17 even divides the Bible, okay? Psalms 117 is the middle of the Bible. It's two verses Mm -hmm. and the two verses tell the Gentiles to celebrate because because of, of, of what is about to happen, right? So 117 of Psalms is the year 2017. So the dividing of the water, Uh, the leading the people through and to the other side this 2017 has got to be it and we're going oh my goodness 2017 is the 6,000th year 120 times 50 is 6,000 this is the 120th jubilee this is it wow so we're like let's get ready to fly now Could I have kept that a secret and said, well, I'm not sure because you couldn't have kept it a secret because as a watchman, your job is when you see it, you got to tell it. You understand? So we saw it. We said, let's get prepared. Let's get ready. Then 2017, nothing happened. We said, that's okay." Israel was rebirthed in 1948. And Jesus says 70 years. Oh, do I need it? Yeah. Israel said 70 years uh, would be the end of the generation, and we just knew it because why? He said this generation will pass in Mark 23, uh, he said this generation will pass and they will see the temple destroyed and every stone overthrown." And it happened in 70 AD so we 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 jumped over to Matthew chapter 24 and we said Jesus says this generation shall not pass Till you see all of these things happen, but we realized he wasn't talking about the 70th generation Okay, so he, he must have been talking about another Generation or you would have to add the the plus 10 years 80 Which uh, Eric did a great, excellent job on, and then now you would have a um, a return in two thousand twenty-seven, and that would be the end of all things, and so that would kind of that would that would kind of work within the framework of when the Lord is coming back, okay, and and how God is measured out this time, okay. So the Lord had me go back to Joshua. and look at what happened, because we'll be able to see the pattern in the book of Joshua. Yeah. So if you are at home and you have the book of Joshua, um, I would need you to go to the first chapter. Joshua, cha- Joshua. Chap- chapter. We're going to um, start off in verse one. And I'm going to try to read through this and not talk much because I have other readings to do. Okay. Now it says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, uh, Moses' aid, Moses, your servant, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan, uh, to cross the Jordan into the land I am about to give to them. Okay, who just died? Moses. How old was Moses when he died? 120 years, okay? So now, Moses has died, the ministry has been transferred over to Joshua, or we can say Yeshua, and now Yeshua is going to bring the people over into the promised land, okay? So, Let's continue reading this. Excuse me. It says, uh, Moses was um, uh, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, then you and all the people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land. I'm about to, uh, that. I'm about to give to them, to the to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you where where you set your feet and As I promised Moses, your territory will extend from the desert of of, of, uh, Lebanon and from the great river Euphrates and all the Hittites uh, country to the great sea uh, on the west. And no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. God. Okay, and it says, Be strong and courageous. Okay, because um, you will lead people uh, to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Be strong and courageous, be careful to obey the law. My servant Moses gave you, and do not turn to the right or the left, that you may be successful in whatever you do. That's a lifetime lesson right there. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Another life lesson. Yeah. It says, I have commanded you to do what? Be strong and courageous. My mother-in-law, who I, I call the best mother-in-law ever, um, she gave me an a, a, a emblem to wear on a, on a necklace that says th- this exact chapter. It says, I have commanded you to be strong and courageous. I wear it all the time. Because God is telling me through this whole process of trying to lead the people out of the earth into the kingdom of God. Because and not that I'm leading you, but I'm trying to keep you focused on what's important and what's not important. Okay. Whoever wins that battle is of not is not of our significance. Right. That's an earth problem. Right. Of which you gave up your citizenship to long ago. Okay, so or maybe two weeks ago, whenever you gave your life to Christ, you made your citizenship in heaven. And when Jesus comes back and He's King of this place, then you can be once again citizen. But right now, you're not a citizen of earth, if you're born again. Okay, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. God is talking to us, you understand? Be courageous, don't be terrified. I'm seeing people walking around with all these masks on. Some couple walked into the, the supermarket and you think somebody had let go of some, some toxic gas. Those masks they had on had the big thing hanging out the front, and you could just hear them breathing in it. I was like, why don't you take it off so you can breathe? I'm standing next to them. you can hear oh. I'm like, I just want to turn. Why don't you take it off and you can breathe better? But <laughs> I don't have 90 percent of the media. So to them, they're living a reality, right? Because fear can become your reality if you watch too much TV. OK, so Joshua ordered the officer and the people go through the camp and tell the people, get your supplies ready three days from now. You will cross the Jordan here to go and take possession of the land. The Lord your God is giving you for your own. So now, God, now watch this. Joshua tells them Moses has died, it was the 120th year. But now he's telling them, get ready in three days, okay? In three days, you're about to cross over to the land that God has promised you. Okay. Now, Moses died at one hundred when he was one hundred and twenty. Joshua is not going to take them over. Joshua gives them the message, but he tells them you prepare yourself because in three days this is going to happen. Okay. So. Now they're preparing the people to go to cross over. Okay, now watch this. Let's let's read this, because sometimes we read stuff and we and he says, but to the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half tribe of Manasseh. Joshua said, remember the command that Moses, the servant, the Lord gave you. The Lord, your God, is giving you Noah. I read that in Hebrew this morning. Right. And it says, "The Lord, the Lord your God is giving you Noah." (laughs) I thought, really, okay? He doesn't use another word for rest, okay? Wow. He uses the word, "In three days, the Lord your God is going is giving you rest." Okay, I'm giving you Noah, and has granted you this land. Your wives, your children, and your livestock may stay in the land that Moses. Gave you east of the Jordan, but all uh, all your fighting men, uh, fully armed, must cross ahead of 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 your brethren. You are to help your brethren until the Lord gives them noah rest, as he has done for you, and until. Um, and until they, too, have taken possession of the land, the Lord, your God, is giving them. OK, now, I just want you to know Gad means uh, troops, uh, a, 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 troops who are gaining a fortune. OK, so he's telling the troops that are about to gain a fortune, get ready, because on the third day you're crossing over. And then Reuben means behold your son. Because Israel has to give birth to what? A son before she goes into tribulation. Right. And then, of course, Manasseh is a half tribe, um, uh, which is uh, the son of, I think, Joseph and and his and his Egyptian wife. They're a half tribe. So they're like half Jewish, half half Hebrew, half uh, uh, a Gentile. And uh, it says causing you to forget former things. OK, so the crossover is like bring you across so that as a as a, as troops about to gain a fortune and <laughs> behold your son. And some of them are half Jewish and some of them are not. But um, the former things that they used to live in will be forgotten. OK. So God is talking through us through this whole thing, because I want you to know Joshua, even though it's talking about the children of Israel, is prophesying to you about a a bigger crossover. Remember, the scriptures are always talking about the bigger plan, okay? Everybody, all the characters are are a smaller version of the bigger Jesus, okay? Some of the events are smaller versions of the bigger plan, okay? So, here we are. Yeah. Serbia. Serbia. Serbia? Serbia? Serbia. Praise God. Okay. So, where did I end up? Okay. After that, you may go back to verse 16. It says... Uh, then they answered, Joshua, whatever you command, we will do and all of this stuff. And he says, and then Joshua, uh, God tells them all again, once again, be strong and courageous. OK, do not fear. You're about to cross over. OK. I know it doesn't look good now. OK, but be strong And courageous because you're about to cross over okay do not fear what you see now be strong and courageous because you're about to cross over into the promised land okay now chapter 2 talks about the two spies but we're not going to read that because that is a prophecy of two spies that are coming in the tribulation Okay? They're not there for any other reason, but they're representing the kingdom of God and to tell you uh, that the Lord is about to take over this land. Okay? So these two spies are well representing the two witnesses that are in the book of Revelation. Okay? So remember, God is following this. As a as a model for the book of Revelation yeah. notice he doesn't sin in five spots because in the book of Revelation you're gonna have two witnesses and These two witnesses are being are, are letting you know their story in chapter two, okay yeah. So let's move on to chapter three It says early in the morning Joshua and all the Israelites set out for Shittim um, and went to the Jordan where they uh, camped before crossing over. When was it? Early in the morning. Okay? Now, we'll get over that. We'll get to that in a little bit because you guys got to know you're living early in the morning on the third day. Yeah. Okay? This is early in the morning on the third day. It says, after three days, the officers went throughout the camps, giving orders to the people. When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priests, who are the Levites, carrying it, you are to move out from your position and follow it. Then you will know which way to go since um, you have been been that you have not been this way before but keep distance of about a thousand yards between you and the ark um and do not go near it and joshua told the people concentrate consecrate yourselves for uh for tomorrow the lord will do amazing oh, things yeah. among you yeah. you understand I want to stop there because now I got to preach to you. Preach, the God said, look, you already came to the end of the 6,000th year. Moses already died on the 120th Jubilee. But now I need you to understand where you are in the, in the scope of time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Three days later, I'm telling you to prepare yourself. Because you're about to cross over, so he said, "Consecrate yourself." What does consecrate mean? <laughs> Set yourself apart. Because some, some uh, someone told me if they, that they still believe that it's okay to go to nightclubs and just have a little drink because it won't affect them in the rapture. Mm. You know what I mean? No, you're not living in that time. Mm. Consecrate yourself. Today and tomorrow, because the third day, the Lord is about to take you over. You mean, even with a warning and the coronavirus right in front of you, you still live in lukewarm. You still live in lukewarm. It's like God has given you every possible warning that this is about to happen. And you're still insisting to have a little fun in the world, because I'm sure the Lord don't mind. When the Lord says, consecrate yourself. Right. That means set yourself apart. OK, Amen. set yourself apart because today and tomorrow, because I'm about to do amazing things among you. Joshua said to the priest, take up the ark of the covenant and pass on um, and pass on ahead of the people. So they took it up and went ahead. Now, I don't know how much of this I am going to be able to read. And I'm asking the Lord, okay, now I'm going to go to chapter five. So let's go to chapter five. First one? Yes. Now remember, they're in the the month of Nisan, okay? They're in the month of Nisan. Wow, this is amazing. And then now... God is going to give them some orders, okay? And I want you to listen to this. We're in chapter 5, and we're in verse 2. He says, now the Lord, the Lord, uh, uh, now at that time, the Lord said to Joshua, make flint knives and circumcise the Israelites again. So Joshua made flint knives and circumcised the Israelites at uh, Gibbeth Haraloth. And so now, listen, you can only be circumcised once, right? Why is he circumcising these people? Why is he telling them to circumcise them again? Because the people who came out of Egypt did what? Sinned in the desert. Only two of the original that came out is actually going into the promised land. So, all of these other people were born when? During the 40 years. After, okay? So, all of these, these males, they have not been circumcised. Oh, right, right, right. Did they go through the, the wilderness? Yes. But they haven't been circumcised, right. okay? To cross over to the land, God says, you can't do it until we circumcise these people yes. that means we got to take the, remove their flesh before you bring them over yes. some people didn't get that mm. that means before you bring them over I've got to circumcise their flesh I got to get rid of their flesh before I bring them over because yes. I'm telling you a bigger story okay because you a born-again Christian you have gone through the wilderness mm-hmm. You are not one of the originals that came out of Egypt, right. but you've gone through the wilderness. you kept the law. Now you're about to cross over on the third day. But can you cross over in this body? Answer is no. So someone has to be resurrected and raptured at the same time because flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Amen. OK. So God is letting you know here. Look, he says this. Now, this is, this is why he did so. All those who came out of Egypt, all the men of the military age died in the desert on the way after leaving Egypt. After, he said all the people that came out and um, had been circumcised, but all the people born in the desert during the journey from Egypt had not Israelites um, had had moved about in the desert for forty years until all the men who were of military age when they left Egypt and died since they since they had not since they had not obeyed the Lord for the Lord has sworn to them that they would not see the land that he had promised, that he had solemnly promised their fathers. So now all of these people in the 40 years, now the 40 years of of, of wandering, but you're not part of the people that came out of Israel. Mm. Jesus dies, 2,000 years pass. What's 2,000 times 50? 40, right? 40 times 50 is 2000. Okay, so you've gone through the journey since Jesus did the wonderful thing of opening the door. You've gone through the 40, the 40 jubilees. You've kept the law. You've accepted Christ. You're living for him. And now God says you're three days from crossing over. Be courageous. And now we're going to have to remove your flesh because you can't come over till we get rid of that. So God is prophesying to you about a third day crossing over, okay? Now, I'm going to end there because um, I want you to understand the three days. I read to you, I think on our Roshon Messianic Bible Club, six chapters that concerned the Holocaust the Holocaust was 1939 and it ended in 1945 the sixth year in 1945 even though it ended and that was a wonderful victory The true victory did not come until 46, 47, 48, the third year when they entered into what the land that God promised them. Okay, so it took three years for God to resurrect them and place them back in the land. Wait a minute. They're they're alive, Pastor Sandy. What do you mean resurrect them? Because one third of the Jews had died during the Holocaust, yeah. like one third of the Godhead died on the cross. The world thought that Israel was dead and they would never see life again. Right. But yet in three in three years, God resurrected them and put them back into the land which he promised his fa- the, the forefathers, yeah. which he already p- put in the book of Deuteronomy that he would do this. Yeah. Okay. So after the three years of the uh, after three years of the Holocaust, Israel experienced a resurrection back in the land. Yes. OK. So you got six years pass, three years didn't pass. Then you're in the land. Six thousand years pass, 2017. Three years later. 18, 19, 20, You're in the land now. I'm gonna have a small conversation with you that the Lord had with me this morning. If Moses died in the 120th year, and Jesus says it will be as it was in the days of Noah, meaning that in the 120th year that the flood would begin and that the people would go up, how can both 120s, why would I put 220 years, because if both of them can happen in the same year. Right. But they can. <laughs> he said, because I set the jubilee, the 120th jubilee in 2017. Mm-hmm. So that for, therefore, that 120th prophecy was fulfilled. But now I have to do another 120 year from the 1900s and then start the flood there and so I'm fulfilling 220 year prophecies at the same time and so therefore Moses dies in at in at in the hundred and twentieth year but three years later just happens to be the hundred and twentieth year hundred and twentieth jubilee hundred and twentieth year God says the prophecy and the numbers still match so this is what I'm doing okay so Why is this third year so important? Let's go back to um, Exodus chapter 19. Guess what day this is? This is Pentecost. Did you realize that, Pastor Ben? Exodus chapter 19... Is the 50th day after leaving Egypt. Uh, It's Pentecost, okay? Or we're we're getting close around that time, right? Because on Pentecost is the day that God comes down in the cloud and marries Israel. So now we have in in Exodus chapter 19, and where, oh, I'm going to start in verse 10. And it says, and the Lord said to Moses, go to the people, consecrate them today and tomorrow, have them wash their clothes and be ready by the third day. Because on the third day, because on that day, the Lord will come down on Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people put limits around the people and around the mountains right be careful that you do not go up to the mountain or touch it or the foot of it whosoever touches the mountain shall surely be put to death he shall surely stone or shoot with an arrow okay Uh, uh, with arrows not a hand is to is to be laid on him Uh, whether man or animal he shall not be permitted to live if he touches the mountain, right? Only when the ram's horn blows, listen, on the third day, guess what's going to happen? Only when the ram's horns blows, a long blast, may they go up to the mountain. So on the third day, we can't go up until what? the third day and we got to hear a a horn blow we may not go up until we hear the long blast of the horn you understand God is prophesying to you he's saying this is gonna happen on the third day why am I making such a big deal about the third day let me tell you something and I'm just gonna go through a few 117 stands for the year 2017. It just happens to be the 6,000th year of the Bible. Okay? There's 117 chapters in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Acts. 100. So that's the end of the gospel story. So that was, that's 117. There's 117 verses in eight chapters of Song of Songs, okay? That's still the one, 117. So all of these things are telling us, look, what's going to happen? This is the end of the, the Gentiles' story. This is the end of the sixth day. The, their, their husband has already worked their sixth day. This is the year that they should have been married. All of the scriptures for 2017 was telling us that this is the year of the fish that are supposed to be brought up, 153 of them, Mm -hmm. that's 17. So all of this was telling us this is when the story should have been celebrated. We were waiting for the taking away in 2017, but remember Israel was also celebrating the end of the Holocaust. But they did not get resurrected until 46, 47, 48, they're back in the land. Right. Okay, this is what I'm saying. You're here in the year 120. It's the 120th Psalm now, and the 120th Psalm is the Psalm of Ascent. Now you're going to ascend to Me Allah. You're going to, this is the song of going up. Going up for what? What are we going up for? It tells you because there are 15, there are 15 Psalms of Ascent. Those 15 stands for 15 songs as they sing as they go up the 15 steps to the temple to be in the presence of God So we're going up to do what to tabernacle because they didn't do those 15 steps only on one uh, on the one time and that's tabernacle God came and tabernacled amongst us and now he says you're about to come tabernacle. I seen your home Matter of fact, I built it then I came down And I visit you. Yeah. But I said. In my father's house are many mansions. See, you haven't come up to tabernacle with me yet. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I want you to come up and spend a week. And hang out with me, the angels, all the Old Testament saints. and, uh, And and so you can see where I live. Hmm. I've been to your place. So now God is going to tabernacle us up to him. And this is why he puts song of ascent. He puts 15. He puts 15 uh, uh, songs to song of ascent. And all 15 are talking about going up to me. Allah. Yes. yes. So God is poetic in how he's telling his story. You understand. So we have to be ready as a group of people. And we have to listen to what God told Joshua I know the times that we're living we just came out of trouble this is trouble and you've seen the worst of it because now you're not we're, we're not we're, the, the the 40-year journey is now over yeah. but now I need you to be courageous because we're about to go up on yeah. the third day yeah. welcome to early morning on the third day let's go to the book of John St. John Saint John. Yeah. Chapter two. We're going to be uh, in verse one. Hallelujah. It says here on the third day, a wedding took place in Cana in Galilee. Jesus mother was there. That's it's gonna be nice to meet Mary. It is, yeah. Jesus' mother gonna be at our wedding, y'all. Yeah. That's nice. It says it doesn't say Joseph though. <laughs> we better we better see what happened to Joseph. <laughs> I don't know, cause it doesn't mention much about Joseph. Matter of fact, when Jesus is on the cross, his mother's there, and Joseph, I don't know what happened to Joseph. Amen. But that's not good. Well, anyway, let's move on. This is a happy ending story. All right. So it says uh, Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples also had been invited to the wedding. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, they have no wine. Dear mother, dear woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, my time is not yet come. His mother said to his servant, do whatever he tells you. Nearby stood six pots, 6,000 years, of water jars, the kind used for the Jews for ceremonial washing. Wow. Each holding 20 to 30 gallons. If it's 20 and it's six, that would be what, 120, right? It's 30. I don't know. It says. And Jesus uh, to the uh, said to his servants, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. When it says, then he told them, now draw some and take it to the master of the banquet. Okay. so now we have this wedding and it's happening on the third day. I'm going to go to Esther. And I didn't plan this, but God is telling me to. OK. And He let me find a book fast. So it's really the Lord. <laughs> I'm not fumbling and bumbling. OK. I believe we're going to be at chapter five. Chapter five. Yes. Verse one. On the third day, Esther put on her royal robe and stood in her inner court of the palace in front of the king's hall. The king was sitting on the royal throne in the hall facing the entrance. When he saw the queen Esther standing in the court, he was pleased with her and held out. Uh, The golden scepter that was in his hand so esther approached and touched the tip of the scepter on The third day she did what? She put on her royal robe and went up to see the king It could have said the fourth day could have said you know the, the first day But no, in keeping in alignment with the marriage that took place on Pentecost when they came out on the third day, prepare yourself, consecrate yourself, I'm coming. Then Jesus has a wedding and his mother's there on the third day. And then all of these third day things are happening. Jesus resurrects on the third day. 888 in Greek is... Is Jesus and 888 in Greek is also the third day Mm. so Jesus is Lord and Jesus plan has always been the third day when they told Pharaoh to let my children go let them go because God said Israel is my first begotten son let them go so we can go to into the wilderness so we can sacrifice to God when on the third day Now we're three years after 2017, and none of us understand why 2017 went, came, and went. But I know this: Revelation chapter 20, verse 1 through 7, 2017. There's 6,000s in it. 2017. Yeah. Okay. There's 6,000s in it. Yeah. Okay. And then when I do the count. It ends in 2017 so that God could show me that I was a year off. It was in 2018. Right. So now, all of this, God is like, look, now you, we're, we're at the end of this, okay? This is the end. I'm gonna give you a dream, Sandy. Here's the dream. You're, you land on an island. On one side, oh, yeah. bombs are going off, people are screaming, people are running and you say to yourself in the dream, I need to get away from here and go to the other side of the island. You go on the other side of the island, people are celebrating and dancing and there are people selling roses, but they're all six (laughs) dollars. Our friend has a dream about Jesus coming, on March 26th, which, which started Nissan 1, the 120th year, and he said it was at six in the morning. Right. I said, of course, six is always salvation. Yes. The people on the other side of the, the island had salvation. Yes. But we, but we can't, I'm not even gonna put us in there. We can't get involved. You understand? Mm-hmm. I know Donald Trump is winning. It's the 12th round, and we're gonna see if he's gonna be if, is he gonna be like Mildred Taylor? Because Mildred Taylor fought 11 wonderful rounds against Cesar Chavez, mm-hmm. and the 12th round he got knocked out. Okay, now if you're going for Mildred Taylor, you would be sad on that day. Floyd Mayweather fought 12 rounds against uh, uh, who's the other kid, a cinnamon or whatever it's Cornello. and he beat him up for 11 rounds, and in the 12th round, you know what he did? beat him up some more. (laughs) So my hope is that Trump finishes the fight and beat him up some more, and that everything goes back to normal, but it will not stop the fact that you're in the 120th year, and it will not stop the fact that you're three years after 2017, it will not stop the fact that Jesus is coming, it will not stop the fact that you gotta leave and that your flesh can't go with you. So everything is set, are are we anticipating of leaving, or are we anticipating this fight and trying to be a part of a utopia that doesn't belong to us? And are we gonna be brave and courageous in these times, or are we going to let CNN, NBC, ABC dictate our life and sit in the house with a uh, a gas mask on <laughs> believing that the virus comes from the environment unless there's 5g in your environment there's not going to be a problem right. but that's another thing see i'm saying that you go how could you say that i saw it on cnn and then i'm back in the place where I, i've always been right i want to ask born again christians Who made it taboo to talk about the rapture? Who made it taboo that if you talk about the rapture, you're a crazy Christian? Huh? Who made that taboo? I think Satan's behind that move. Oh, yeah. Okay? Because... If things were the way God wanted to, the whole body of Christ would be saying rapture's coming. The whole body of Christ would be saying, wait a minute, this earth is not our hope. We're looking for the kingdom, the rapture we should be looking for. Imagine if you got you got 20 million Christians going, we don't care what happened. We are about to leave yes. and we're all looking forward to Jesus instead of looking forward to Whatever this thing that's happening is going on and we're all being courageous and strong. Why? Because we don't care. We don't live here anyway. Two minutes. Back. We're going to have to learn. Are we going to be on Jesus side or are we going to be in the world side? Are we ready for a, a wedding that's about to happen on the third day or are we Becoming fearful, hoping that our lives are, st- are saved so that we can see normalcy again. I hope the rapture happens before anything happens. I don't care who wins the fight. I want the rapture to happen before the fight ends, but rather it happens before the fight ends or after the fight ends, I'm still going to be courageous. Jesus is coming. Yes. I hope each and one of you are ready consecrate yourselves do not continue to do the same sins you always did Hmm. because you feel like the rapture is something that's not gonna happen so I'm gonna be okay Hmm. the rapture is a promise from God who cannot lie so when I'm talking to you like this it's absolutely fine. You know why? Because the person who promised it has never lied, cannot lie, and it's going to be a reality. You're going to come at, have to come out of that human suit and leave this earth if you're live, living. So let's look forward to this and let's be courageous for Jesus Christ. Let's speak to people about the rapture. Let's tell them that the Lord is coming. Let's tell them that the Lord, how the Lord changed your life. Let's tell them that that sin is not the way. Let's tell born again brothers and sisters who are in Christ, who are playing in Christ, this ain't the time for that. Hmm. All right. In Jesus' name, I wanna thank each and every one of you for joining, joining us here. And once again, I wanna thank Catherine for sending me that beautiful card because I need to be encouraged in these last days. Pray for me and be encouraging to me. If you got a complaint, ask me a question. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm like I don't I get enough negativity from the world. From my brothers and sisters in Christ, I need to be encouraged. And I hope I don't give you any negativity because I want to encourage you to be courageous and strong in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.